Breaker Breaker 10-4, good buddy, and other CB radio phrases. Why am I using CB radio lingo, you ask? Because we are on the road today. I'm Madison Bateman, your co-pilot for this ride, and in the driver's seat is your regular host, Elizabeth Fury. We've gassed up the old wood-paneled station wagon, put the dog in the way, way back, and got out our old-timey paper map. So we're headed out on a little road trip down the historic Route 66. But this isn't your regular old road trip, of course. It's got to be a little spooky. So it's a ghost tour. That's right, we're starting on the East Coast, and each stop along the route to California will give you a local ghost story. So buckle up for safety, and let's hit the road. Dun, dun, dun! Hello, 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 and welcome to Madison Bateman's new show. Let's talk about the facts. (laughs) I'm just here for navigation, thank you. I'm here to provide the snacks, and, um, you know, just like... I'll I'll change the CD in the car. Oh yeah, you're changing the audiobook. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um our ghost romance novel that we have oh. been working on. Yes. Uh we will deliver one day. That day is not today because mm-hmm. today we are doing Ghosts Along Route 66. Not to be confused with Route 66, which is a beverage from Sonic. Oh. Remember? Huh. It was like the size from Sonic. Yeah. Uh-huh. America's driving. Yep. I mean, that was like our, our fast food of choice. Um, oh, same. But I don't know that I ever called it Route 66. I know. There is a big debate on route versus route, but I think we all agree that the... Um, yeah, the road. The road is Route 66. Yeah. If you say Route 66, you're not an American. Yeah. That's Which crazy. is okay. You cannot be an American and we still love you. We actually possibly love you more. So here we are, two Americans, talking about one of the most quintessential American roads, mm-hmm. Route 66. Beep, beep. <laughs> it's also featured in the film Automobiles, or another word for it, by the Gizney Corporation. Uh, don't want to get sued here. Right, uh-huh. So uh, think of another word for automobiles. There oh, are... okay. The... Okay. Vroom, vroom. The, um, yeah. How dare they, uh, trademark a very uh-huh. common word. Ka-chow. <laughs> uh, what is it? Thunder wow. McKing. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I've been told my, um, Owen Wilson impression is quote unquote disturbing and quote unquote, please don't use that voice while we're making out. Um, this is the best piece of information I've heard all day, and I've heard lots of information. I love it. Yep. <laughs> um, whoever has said that was both wrong, and you should do the opposite of what they said. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he's probably right. He doesn't want to make out with Owen Wilson. That's fair. He's wrong. I mean... You know, everybody has their tastes, and I guess his is not... There's there's the right taste and the wrong taste, and that's the wrong taste. I'm just going to switch it from wow to ka-chow. <laughs> ka-chow. So, as you've noticed, this is a slight difference in the episodes that we have lately done. I uh, needed an upbeat, and I promised Madison to um, avenge her for the... Last episode she was on, that was rough. So here we are, yeah. you, you know. You did say, I, 
you said you would not mentally scar me today, and I'm hoping that you stick to that. I'm also hoping I stick to that because this one has been done for a while, and I pulled it out of the back annals to uh, do today because mm-hmm. I think it's going to be fun. <laughs> so I mean, here's the thing. I'm stuck in this car with you, so... Um. Yes, we actually decided to uh, record this in the car, like a TikTok, except we didn't video it. Because we decided pajamas are a must for any road trip, yep. as are beverages. Got my feet up on the dash. I'm mm-hmm. ready to go. I've got my paper to drop. I'm going to lose my cell phone in the side pocket mm-hmm. area of nothingness. Mm-hmm. going to have to get a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll probably pick one up at a gas station somewhere who's to say so safety first right we got to buckle up for safety set our vibe to cool and let's get started on that drive to anywhere (laughs) drive across the country in like the most way possible (laughs) all right so route 66 Uh, route did that hurt anyone yet we already told you it's route 66 it's 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 a road, right? Born in 1857. Hmm. Did okay. you know that? No. Me either. I didn't think about it. It was originally a government-funded wagon road. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. On the 35th parallel. And Route 66 would officially be created in the road part with the highway department and all that stuff. Uh, as one of the original U.S. highways, combining former shorter roads into one longer road that would be used to connect main streets of communities across the country. Very cool. Very cool, right? Mm -hmm. Most small towns had no access to major roads, so the coming of Route 66, though it would not be fully paved until 1938. Wow. Sorry. Wow. Wow. Sorry. Wow. It brought in new customers and spawned new businesses to serve travelers, such as gas stations, restaurants, motels, possibly hotels. Do you know actually what the difference between yeah, a motel? Yeah, motel, the doors outside. Yeah, and, and the, the hotel, hotel inside. Mm-hmm. So that song that goes hotel, motel, holiday in uh-huh. makes absolutely no sense. Anyway. <laughs> But I still, it lives rent-free in my brain. Okay. It does. Well, I love one. that song. I'm not judging you. Yeah. I would stay in a Holiday Inn regardless of where the door is. I'm, I'm not supporting Holiday Inn. I just... This will be cut for legal reasons. Would it? Because I'm scared of Airbnbs. Uh, I will not go to an Airbnb. Yeah. I said what I said. Anyway. During the Great Depression, this aided the survival of mom-and-pop businesses. Which, you know what? That's a weird phrase these days. Why can't we come up with small business? Oh, wait, we did. Small businesses. Yeah, but mom-and-pop shop rhymes, and it's kind of cute. It is, but what if it's a mom-and-mom shop? Well, then I think you just say that. What if it's a pop-and-pop shop? I think you just say it. So what's our gender-neutral term? Then, I don't know, you... We haven't come up with a cute phrase for that, I think. A mop and pop? A mop and pop. A mop and palm. Mop and palm. Palm and mop. I don't know. I don't know whether it's working. I think let's keep workshopping. Thank you. Yeah. But now you see my problem. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The survival of these small businesses mm-hmm. 
who were owned by people who were not part of giant conglomerations trying to tear apart our country and world, as well as providing a main road for farming families migrating west from the Dust Bowl to working California, where we are currently. Oh my gosh. Don't come here. It's hot and rainy today. The rain is beautiful. The rain is gorgeous. We love it. We support the rain. This episode brought to you by rain. (laughs) From water falling from the sky. Route 66 continued to be an important thoroughfare through World War II, even though World War II was fought overseas. When people traveled west to work in the defense industry, 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 okay, I had to Sean Connery that, but here mm-hmm. we are, and in the 1950s, for tourism. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You remember tourists? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Remember them? Been one? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> we don't live in a very touristic city, do we? <laughs> touristic. Uh, Through the 1950s, the construction of interstates drained traffic off of Route 66. Businesses along the route closed due to reduced business through the 50s and 60s. And ultimately, the Mother Road was decommissioned in 1984 when Interstate 40 was completed, which... I, I've driven 40 many a time. Actually, I have driven I-40 from Little Rock to California and California to Little Rock. Little Rock being in Arkansas, for all of you guys who are not familiar with the South or not familiar with the United States geography, that is a 25-hour drive straight. If you were to do it straight, no one can. Never try. It will um, probably end up in your death. And <laughs> driving that far is exhausting. Yeah. And... Uh, Yeah, Interstate 40, I think, is a lot less treacherous. So, here's my question. Does Route 66 still exist? Well, remember when you go down to Santa Monica, you see, like, the The historical... sign. Yeah. Yeah, That's why why it was like, hey, Route 66 here, but you just said it was decommissioned. Parts of Route 66 still remain. Ah, okay. Right? Answer my question. As state roads, some as... Ghost roads, which is why we're here today. Spooky. Turned to ruin with grass growing through the cracks. And efforts to preserve them have saved restaurants, neon signs, and other landmarks built during the road's boom years. Hmm. But as many places along Route 66 have disappeared, some remain with lingering effects. Are those lingering effects ghosts? G-g-g-ghosts? Option B. <laughs> I, I know anytime I say ghost it should be ghosts I know I love it uh, so the interesting part though is like it was officially finished being paved in 1938 right mm-hmm. and then it starts winding down in the 50s so it's boom years we're only like 20 years but we think of it's so iconic yeah but I think the tourism yeah the time when all the tourists were there, I think they made it a big thing. It was a big thing. So yeah. it just sort of steeped into the zeitgeist, into and, the like yeah. future of Americana. And if you think about it, the people who live through fifties and sixties, they're still hanging. They're still hanging. Yeah, that's yeah. My parents. Your uh, parents. My parents. Yeah. Um, boomers. And boomers. You know, boomers never let it die. 
They never do. But it actually had a really short shelf life. You know, Pony Express, only 18, 18 months. months. I mean. And that's like such a classic. Yeah, we love it. Yeah. I mean, it was like, what, two quibbies? Not even two quibbies. Two quibbies. Yeah, it was, it was a short You know what, quibby will not have the staying power. I might make it have the staying power with all of these jokes, uh-huh. but I'm just saying. You know what's even funnier is YouTube has 10 years. Could you imagine well, not I shouting am. about it? <laughs> wow! If it ever goes down. Right? Wait, uh-huh. it's, it's more than 10. It's like 20 years. I don't know. We've had YouTube as long as we've had Route 66, essentially. That's crazy. I need to stop comparing things because then I'm going to not only yeah. feel ancient. Yeah. Don't crumble into dust. Too late. This is the dust of Elizabeth speaking from the front seat. And she is speaking about ghosts like her. Time See, to pull over. We're going to pull over in Illinois. Oh. How lovely. Look at it out the window. It's not Illinois. Anyone who says that doesn't know how to Well, what about that Sufjan Stevens album, Illinois? Sufjan Stevens needs to have a a word with someone. Well, I mean, it was like a cute little wordplay. Oh, like Bette Midler's bet on it? Yeah. It was like he was doing doing an album for every state. I don't think he made it, Um, but Illinois was Illinois. With an E, like noise, because it's music. Well, then adding an E is different. But it's like saying beignet. It's a beignet. Yeah. Like, you know, we are somewhat respectful. Somewhat. Okay, anyway. So we've pulled over in Illinois to talk about the house of Belle Miller. Belle without the E. Okay. In Springfield... Illinois. We know a lot of... There are so many Springfields. Yeah. I don't know which one the Simpsons are in, but maybe this Mm -hmm. is it. I I, I thought it was Missouri, but who knows. Mm -hmm. Stands a luxury apartment building built by George Helmle. It's it's a name. Okay. During the arts and crafts movement... Ooh, I love that time. ...of the early 1900s. Yeah. I do love arts and crafts. Yeah, same. Love Craftsman House. Can't uh, afford it. Can't afford a condo. Can't afford anything. Keep going. Let's move to uh, Illinois. I love I the Craftsman House. Like, it's my favorite one to like deck out in The Sims. Ah, <laughs> uh, now known as the Inn at eight three five or eight thirty five. Don't know how they say it because I'm not from Illinoisy. Uh, yeah, I just I did. This building was the dream of florist and greenhouse owner. Bell Miller. Oh, the titular Bell Miller. I heard I did say greenhouse. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything. I was gonna not draw attention to it. Oh wait, I um, did. But I love a florist and greenhousist. A greenhousist? Um <laughs> she housed it. I don't know. Bell had started her own floral business mm. in the eighteen nineties and her success in serving the quote high society end quote of Springfield helped her expand into a city block's worth of greenhouses. Wow, a whole city block? Wow. Wow. (laughs) In Springfield, (laughs) Illinois? Yeah, that's That's a a lot. That's a booming business. Yeah, that it in eight the eighteen nineties. Do you think she like squeezed out all the other competition? Oh definitely. She She probably murdered him. (laughs) I was just gonna say she just She axed him. (laughs) 
took a dark turn. Is that mm-hmm. the ghost story? Or? I don't know. I haven't finished reading. I'm kidding. <laughs> this beautiful dream home was completed in 1909. Belle Miller loved her house so much that apparently she decided not to leave. Well, that's kind of like us in this pandemic, you know? I know. And I love her so much. So there was like a renovation in 1994 mm-hmm. of that building into a seven-room luxury inn. Huh. I call that a B&B. Yeah, that's what I would call yeah, it. Yeah, that's a bed and Well, breakfast. but maybe they don't provide the breakfast, just the beds. What kind of place do you stay at that doesn't provide? I don't know. A continental breakfast. I don't breakfast. know what happens in Illinois. Like, I have stayed at some shitty places. They offer a banana and call it breakfast? Yeah. They give you a, like, styrofoam bowl and some dry cereal and say, here you go. It's a continental breakfast. Hate it. Continue. But I'm just saying, it's a BMP. Mm-hmm. And if it's luxury, like... I mean, you're right. It's luxury. They should provide the B. The, with with the B. Yeah. And also Both another bees. B mm-hmm. called a bath. <laughs> yeah. In-room bath. <laughs> yeah. None of those, like, group shower situations. Mm-hmm. Bathroom down the hall. No yeah, thank no, thank you. Mm-mm. So she still takes care of this old place. Guests report a warm, friendly voice coming out of nowhere or a figure floating through the doorways. Hmm. Love her. She's like the Martha Stewart. I, I love that she loved her house so much. I love my apartment. I absolutely love it. Um, it's my favorite place in the world. And so I really understand Belle. You know? I also love your apartment. I Thank would you. also haunt your apartment. Thank you. I just love that she was like, this is it for me. I'm never leaving. And you know what? Not even in death. I'm going to yeah. keep going. going to keep living here. I love it so much. So a single book has been reported to be taken off of a shelf and placed elsewhere in a room multiple times. Ooh. Peeling wallpaper appeared completely intact the next day. So she fixes things. I love that. And then that is like, the best kind of ghost. Yeah, she was like, oh, I just wanted to reread this one again. It was so good. I mean, here's the thing, you know, she's got a, she had a favorite romance novel. She's gotten a bit bored. Or maybe it was a new book and she was like, what's going on? Let's see what's happening in modern fiction. Danielle Steele is still writing? OMG. Yeah. Like, I gotta read this new Meredith Ireland. Like, come on. You gotta. I mean, it's not like she could read the Twitter. But the most frequent manifestations of this haunting are in the elevator. Because they put an elevator in her house? Crazy. How it's big It's a luxury inn. It's a luxury I... inn now, Elizabeth. You have to have the, the elevator. People aren't going to be schlepping their luggage upstairs. Totally right. So guests are taken to the wrong floor. <gasps> Which makes sense, cool. because she didn't have the right elevator. So she's, like, trying. <laughs> we love her. And despite multiple services and inspections that have proclaimed the elevator to be in perfect working order, she just, you know, has her own opinions on what rooms people should have had. And, like, maybe she's just doing her thing. Or maybe she's trying to get off the elevator and you guys didn't realize that mm. there was another passenger. Yeah. And if you just stayed on, you could just hit the button, you know? It's a ghost ride. Um, there's also sneaking pieces of candy. People have heard a crystal candy dish being opened and the lid being replaced on many occasions. That's very cute. So we love. We she's even love in depth. Her. She wants a little after dinner mint. Belle Miller, love you. Oh, Belle, I'm so sorry that we have to leave Springfield. 
we got to get back in the car. It's another nine hours of driving. Because we're gassing up and going to Oklahoma. Oklahoma's (laughs) O-K-L-A-H-O-M-A. We're going to the Coleman Theater. Ooh, okay. The Coleman Theater is southwest, if you follow Route 66, and it brings you to Miami, Oklahoma. Don't confuse that with Miami, Florida, home of the Golden Girls, and nothing else. (laughs) This old-fashioned movie palace used to be in better shape, and probably is in better shape than I, (laughs) and is still used as an entertainment house, but is also home to spirits. The ghosts. Not Spirit Halloween. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Next year. Oh, I don't know. But built either adjacent to or on top of an old crematorium and mortuary, depending Ugh. on whom you ask. The Coleman Theater retains one notable characteristic of the building's original use. The basement becomes extremely hot with no contemporary source to explain the heat. I like to think hell. Oh, here's the thing. I've never been warm a day in my life, so I would just spend my time in that basement. Or sit on top of, like, that area that gets hot, you know? So it's, like, radiant floor heating. Yeah. It sounds delightful to me. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Very skeptical of crematoriums. Just sounds bad. Um, Holocaust doesn't sound great. Um, Yes. But this was, like, a... Funeral. You know, I never thought about that. Yeah. And we should. <laughs> you, oh, you don't think crematorium and then Holocaust every day? No. Yeah, that's good. I mean, here's the thing. I think modern crematoriums are great. And anyone who wants to be cremated, great. Love it. Um, I just think they need to rebrand the name. Oh, definitely. Yeah. The other thing is, is I don't think it should be embalmed before you're cremated. Are they? Yeah. It was a mortuary. Let's call it a mortuary. That sounds (gasps) less bad. Visitors can smell the Bay Rum cologne of Mr. Roberts, a stage manager and projectionist who used to work in the theater. And in the dressing rooms, the spirits of the performers, including a ballerina, who have been seen waiting to go on stage. Cell phones and other devices have been known to lose power in this location as well. Yeah, because turn off your cell phones and recording devices. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that for, like, you know, performers are like, how dare you disrespect performers now? How dare you? I'm going to show you something. Mm -hmm. Apple, Samsung, watch this. Got nothing on Ghost. I know, right? The balcony is also an alleged hotspot where several ghosts, including Bean Crosby, Bing. who was a member of the theater's board of directors, have been seen. Wow, Bing! That's wow, part of, Bing! It's part of his timeshare. <laughs> oh, his ghost timeshare. Love it. Yeah, love his ghost timeshare. I mean, here's the thing. I would go to Oklahoma just to Miami. see Bing. I want to go see Bing in Miami. <laughs> Miami, Oklahoma. It's it's the way you have to say it. You mean like you want to go to Miami, Oklahoma, Oklahoma? It's just okay, you know. Yes, even the song says it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. You ready to gas up and get out of here and go to your favorite place? Yep, got the snacks. Let's go. Going Teja.
Going to Tejas, my home. Let's go. We're going to Texas. You know what they say about Texas? Everything's bigger there. Shut up. That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone who's not from Texas, but surrounding areas say, we know. Here's the thing. Um, get a better state. Uh, Texas. I did. Shape. It's I... the best shape in the whole contiguous Ooh. U.S. Okay. Think about it. You look at the map yeah. and you're like, <laughs> Okay. I get it. But I mean, here's the thing. Texas is still the best shape. I got I mean, a waffle iron. I've got a cutting board. I got everything you can think of in a kitchen shaped like Texas. Cookie cutters. So, Texas. Mm-hmm. Farther south, the Natatorium in Amarillo, Texas. Amarillo. Which I will. I visited earlier this year, and I will possibly be visiting later this year. Mm-hmm. Offers more spooky interaction. Ooh. Originally built as an indoor swimming pool. Okay. There's a real variety here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nat, as alleged locals call it. The Nat. I like how we're in the know now. Oh, yes. Was purchased in 1926 and converted into a dance hall. Ooh, I love that. Big I'm band. Not a, not a pool person. I'm a dance person. I'm a big band person. I love like, that. You can get me on big band music any day, anytime, anywhere. Put it on some vinyl. Throw it on a record player. I'm it's, swing dancing. I'm oh, there. yeah. I'm there. I'm probably going to whip out my saxophone and get in, you know? <laughs> Be like, what are we playing? Big names like Louis Armstrong, Duke Ellington, and Tommy Dorsey played there. Big names. And it was still a draw for famous performers in the rock and roll area. The post-Elvis times. The uh, Chuck Berry of it all. Oh. You know, because he's yeah. the real... Yes, yeah. I've seen parts of Back to the Future. Yeah, you know, the real king of rock and roll. Mm -hmm. The Nats eventual conversion into an antique mall is when people started noticing haunting shenanigans. Shenanigans. Cult spots moved in and out of an upstairs room that had been used for gambling. (gasps) Illegal gambling? Well, I mean, is there illegal gambling? I don't know. Back in the 20s? I don't know. It was Wild West back then. I don't know what was legal. I mean... No. Okay. Uh, Back room poker games. Got it. I mean, that's my favorite kind of poker games. Front room poker games. Don't look at me. Bored. Yeah. No. I want. I want to be in the A high stakes. Spice of danger. Yeah. The spice. I want the whole cabinet full of danger. Oh, okay. Strange noises can be heard, and owners would arrive in the morning to find the furniture rearranged. They should have just taken a note. Probably it would have been better. Yeah. One particular spirit, a woman in a white gown. Oh, it's a white gown. A red wine stain. Ooh. Are we sure it's red wine? No. Okay. Sounds like blood. We'd like to call it blood. She seems to be having so much fun, she does not want to uh, leave, if you will. AKA, she's here to haunt. And then there has been a ghostly couple seen on the dance floor. Not sure where that's located because it's now an antique mall. So if they're dancing through all the, the the booze, how cool would that be? Yeah. That would be I love that. awesome. I love antiques and I love dancing and I love ghosts. And yeah. Also, wouldn't some of these ghosts potentially be attached to the antiques? Oh. Yeah, wouldn't that be what if what if our wine stain gal was um from a bottle of wine? 
Just throwing that down. Okay. Oh, okay. So even outside, ghosts of the past remain. It is said that despite being painted over, the words Monty McGee and his orchestra keep bleeding through the new paint. Monty, I love that he is just committed yeah. to being remembered for all of history. Great job. Love it. Monty, we're here to remember you. Monty McGee. Please keep bleeding through. All right. We're gassing up again. All right. Hold on. I got to take a pee break. Pee break. All right. I'm back. <laughs> we're going to New Mexico. What? <laughs> New Mexico. We're going to New Mexico. New Mexico. The, to the Chemo Theater. How does that? How is that spelled? K-I-M-O. Okay, that's good to know because it sounds like chemotherapy. It does sound yeah. Maybe it's pronounced chemo. I would say chemo. I would say chemo too because I did. Yeah. But I just wanted the listeners to know that it wasn't... Chemo yeah. theater. But that is a good place. That is a good thing because I did not even notice. The K-I-M-O chemo theater. Yes. Another haunted movie palace can be found in the West. In Albuquerque, New Mexico. Do not sing the Weird Al song yet, because we will sing it later. The Chemo Theater was built in 1927, merging Native American influences with Art Deco into a style known as Pueblo Deco. I am in love with it. When I looked this place up, I was like, this is gorgeous. Oh, I want to look it up. That that seems cool. So, founder Oresti uh, Bacecci died only one year after the theater was completed, but his right. sons took over and hosted vaudeville and road shows, Ooh. as well as showing movies. I love that. That I, sounds very fun. That sounds like something I wish actually existed here. Uh, I think not. it's called a theater. and They're all over North Hollywood. <laughs> I don't know if they host vaudeville and road shows. Well, yeah, it's because vaudeville doesn't exist anymore. Which is honestly the greatest American tragedy. I agree with that. Not JFK's assassination or... But I think modern day vaudeville is TikTok. Is it? Because what I want to see is live, like... Strongman demonstrations? Oh my god. Contortionists? That's just Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, but no, I'm saying I want to see, like, live performance. Yeah. Because, you know, TikTok is a... You can can do the... Like, improv would be the closest to vaudeville. No one wants that. No one wants, like, unfiltered improv. I want to see people doing, like, the good shit. The Abbott and Costello. Abbott and Costello. Give me a strong man any day. I would love that. With a handlebar mustache. I was actually watching a documentary about that. We'll talk about it. Where am I? The chemo has had its share of tragedy starting in 1951 when Bobby Darnell, a (gasps) six-year-old... Did pass in a boiler explosion. What? Yeah. The boiler exploded. Yeah. And in 1960... He was ghosted. He, he became was, a ghost. He did. And Ooh. in 1963, a fire destroyed the original stage and damaged the rest of the building. So it fell into disrepair, but was saved from demolition in 1977 when the citizens voted for the city to purchase it. Hmm. So now it's restored. The Kino Theater is a performing arts center... On the National Register of Historic Places. See, and that is the power of community organizing. Love it. That's why you should vote. It is visited by the living as well as the not living. (laughs) (laughs) 
An unknown woman wearing a bonnet has been seen in the halls, which makes no sense because we stopped wearing bonnets way before no, 1927. No, but it's probably a, a performance. Oh! She was an actress. Yeah. Vaudeville, maybe. Did she die there? guess so. Maybe she never got to perform and that's her unfinished business. Hot take. Maybe she passed away on the land. Yeah. Oh. Way before. Way before. Oh, okay. We love Bonnet Woman. Yep. And then some people say that Bonnet Woman is just Bobby Darnell who makes his presence known and will put on costumes. Ooh. I love for that. Yeah. Uh, I love costume. He, does, he is said to wear a striped shirt and blue jeans. And he plays on the lobby staircase and likes to trip people and cause trouble during shows. Which, you know what? We love him. You know what? He's permanently six years old. Let him have fun. Oh, yeah. And the cast does always appease him by hanging donuts on a water pipe along the back wall. And sometimes there's a little child's bite that can be seen on the donuts. Spooky. So the ritual is essential that when a crew took down the stale donuts, rehearsals for their big Christmas production turned catastrophic. They had lighting problems, sound problems, and more. And After- more. Oh, yeah. Probably people tripping and, like, ripping costumes. Mm. After the crew replaced the donuts, rehearsals started going smoothly. I think it is adorable. I do, too. So that is... The chemo theater. And we're going to... That was a good one. Yeah. No, I it was adorable. Yeah. All right. I'm going to throw on some tunes. We're going to hit the open road again. Yeah. And we are going to go to Arizona. Wow. Look at all the rocks and sand. Wow. 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 And we are in another place like Albuquerque, like um, Amarillo, and like... Uh, Sorry, I am sorry. We've been driving a long time. Well, Amarillo Mm -hmm. and Albuquerque are both on I-40. And this city is too. We are in Flagstaff. Flagstaff. Wow. 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 And the Hotel Monte Vista. Oh, a hotel. You know Arizona's home to many haunted hotels because every state (laughs) is home to haunted hotels. Uh So farther west... Then we were. Route 66, Flagstaff. Hotel Monte Vista opened on New Year's Day in 1927. I don't know why I did that. I don't know either. But I loved it. So. 1927, I feel like it's the best year. Oh, yes. And I'm just going on vibes of the numbers. I love those numbers, and I'm hoping that 2027 is just a great year. I think so, Golden. Yeah, I'm hoping. So, home of a speakeasy and a Ooh. bootlegging operation yes. during Prohibition. I love it, right? Yeah. Already in. Intrigued. Already in, right? The Monte Vista was raided and shut down for two years, but reopened as soon as Prohibition ended. It also offered the only slot machines that could be found in Flagstaff. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Too many of those. <laughs> Too many. I can now see why that would not be attractive. Um to make out with, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> You're starting to get it. Yeah, I'm starting to get it. Um, Coming I, around. To yeah, or maybe view. mine is just really bad, and you don't realize how great yours is. <laughs> I mean, I sound just like Owen Wilson, so. I mean, we all do. We're all Owen Wilson. All Owen Wilson in our own little way. Also, I love him. 
Shout out to Owen Wilson. Big hearts. Hard <laughs> Not eyes. a listener, but we love you. <laughs> In case you ever do. Hard eyes. <laughs> During the boom in Western filmmaking in the 40s and 50s, the Monte Vista is where celebrities stayed during filming. So get these names. Jane Russell, Gary Cooper, and Bing Crosby. Bing again? Bing again! (sighs) Serendipity. I know. (sighs) Or synchronicity. Synchronicity. I I agree. Were among the hotel's well-known guests and... John Wayne reported seeing a friendly guest appear in his room. In the 1970s, escaped bank robbers. <gasps> wow, this has everything. This is the coolest place. We're going to go there. Took refuge in the Monte Vista for a drink. I don't know why you keep doing it, but I'm going to keep. <laughs> You've made a choice and you're sticking with it. I got to. It just feels like it needs it. One of the men was wounded more seriously than they thought, and he straight up ghosted in the Monte Vista Lounge. I'm just saying, wow. Wow. <laughs> he is one of the spirits that is said to be haunting the hotel. A manager reported hearing a voice saying, hello or good morning each day. Oh, that's friendly. So polite. Yeah. And ghostly presence has been reported in the lounge. This could be any number of people. The hotel's history involves shooting, horses in the lobby, and drunken fights. Oh, what a rowdy place. I love it. When we have a live show, here. Yeah. We're going here. Yes. We're going in the lobby. Yeah. Other haunting activities involve spirits making all kinds of noises. Including knocking things over, ringing the lobby telephone, and sounds of band music in the second floor lobby. There's a second floor lobby. lobby. We could do two live shows. This is like hotels, hotel for ghosts. I love it. Hotels for, uh, they have hotel for dogs. Why not hotel for ghosts? So this is the one that you're going to be real jazzed about. And this is why I told you we got to do this one. Okay. In room 210, (gasps) known as... The Zane Grey Room. The Zane Grey Room, like from Catalina. Oh my god. Yeah. If you guys listened last week to the after show notes, uh, Madison told us about Zane Grey and Catalina. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's a phantom bellboy that knocks on the door to deliver room service, and a woman has been seen wandering the halls outside. Guests are not allowed to bring pets into this room, because dogs have been so frightened that they tore up its furnishings. Oh. Oh, yes. And down the hall, room 220. So that was room 210. Mm-hmm. Tomb 20 is haunted by the ghost of a long-term boarder from the early 80s. That man was known to hang raw meat from the chandelier. Weirdo. And when he died, his body wasn't discovered for a couple days. He didn't have turned down service, you know. Oh my god. That's so horrible. today, coughing and other noises have been heard coming from the room, and the lights and television turn on by themselves. So other haunted rooms, okay, including the Gary Cooper room. Gary Cooper, get in that room. The Coops. Oh yeah. But apparently, two sex workers were reported murdered. Oh, no. By being thrown out of the window. Oh, defenestrated. No. Oh, oh, indeed. 
These two ghosts have been seen in the pool hall and lounge as well. Oh, I hope they're having a great time. I know they got into a great hotel. Yeah. That's the, the silver in. lining. They might their bodies have checked out, but they've checked in to they've the hotel for ghosts. And honestly, it's like Hotel California, but Hotel Arizona. Hotel Arizona. Okay. Put that Love in the notes. Put that in the notes. <laughs> we don't have notes. I'll scribble that on the map. Oh yes. In room 305, mm-hmm. a woman ghost likes to sit in a rocking chair, and if the chair is moved, it will be returned to its place near the window hmm. the next day. Hmm. We love it. Yeah. We might have to do a deeper dive on the Hotel Monte Vista. I gotta go there. We're going. I we're booking it. a trip. I mean, right. actually, we could drive there in six well, hours. I mean, we're here right now because we're on this road trip. Oh, yeah. 66. But I'm talking about, like... From home, it's a six-hour drive. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if we wanted to, you know, like, drive home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, we're definitely here. We're definitely yeah, in Yeah, but places. we can only make a pit stop to gas up because we are yeah. on our way to our final destination where we will wow. be staying the night in the ghost town of Calico. <gasps> we're in California, baby. Calico, my favorite kind of cat. I oh. like the fabric. Oh, that's true, I do. Yeah. Also, my nephew says bebe, and it's the cutest thing in the world, and now I unironically do it. I love it. And Where first... is Calico? It's in California? Oh, yeah. I'm... We're in California. We're on the West Coast, baby. We've made it home. Sort of. Well, we have because we're in a ghost town now. Yeah. Are we ghosts? Could be ghosts. <laughs> so the last state on Route 66 path is California. Like we said, because any farther west, you'd hit the uh, ocean. <laughs> yeah, it ends in Santa Monica, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is the uh, ocean. Yeah. So we're stopping halfway between Barstow and Yermo. Uh, which, yeah, we, everybody in California hates Barstow, except for people living in Barstow. Ugh. Which I'm, I'm shocked that that's not a ghost town. Uh, shout out to Barstonians. Sorry. Sorry that you live there. Continue. Um, so halfway between those two towns sits the ghost town of Calico. It is a hotbed of our ghost homies. A hotbed of spectral activity. Oh, indeed. So starting in 1875, miners flocked to the Calico Mountains. Oh, because, uh, wait, what year was that? 1875? Yeah. It's after the gold rush, so that's weird. So what, what comes after gold? Silver! Okay. <laughs> I don't know how that made sense and you picked up what I was doing. But <laughs> they were in search of silver in mm-hmm. a very rich mine led to the founding of a town to house and serve those miners. Mm-hmm. And after a brief lull when the miners headed east to dig for borax. Borax. A fire destroyed much of the Calico camp. More mm-hmm. silver was discovered and Calico then boomed again. Reaching a population of over 2,500. 2,500, that's okay. Well, we're in the 1870s. I guess that's pretty big. I mean, it's... For, for the time? Yeah. Uh, the Calico Mining District became one of the richest in California. And in the both silver and borax industries for a very short time. I did not know that you could mine for borax. This I honestly, is a new fact for me. Yeah, I didn't either. Because I, I thought you just about... bought a box. Yeah. I, <laughs> I never thought once about where borax came from. Me either. What a fun fact. Uh, I wonder if they had borax bars in the U.S. Treasury. 
All right. That was stupid. Uh, unfortunately, the town died in 1907 when borax mining ended. Here we had enough. And we were done. Yeah. We've got enough for the rest of our lives, people. Okay. Put it in a box. <laughs> they won't need it. Uh, put, them, put them in boxes. Sell them at the general store. <laughs> Calico was revived once again in 1917. Guess what it was that got it? Um, 1917, you said? Mm-hmm. Um, it, I don't know. It Military? was a cyanide plant. Oh my god. So, okay. Okay. That process dumps from the Silver King mine. And it would be abandoned again by 1935. Because they all died of cyanide? Possibly. <laughs> it wasn't until 1950 that Knott's Berry Farm <gasps> bought the property. Oh my god! And began the process of restoring it. Oh my god, so are you telling me that Calico, California is part of Knott's Berry Farm and that's why they have the Old West town? That's why they have the Old West stuff? There? At Knott's Berry Farm? Maybe. Oh my god, this is a this is a life-changing story. Yeah, this is why we stopped in California instead of started. Oh my god, can we also um, go ride all the rides here at Knott's Berry Farm? Which, um, obviously, I, we're at because we're here. We're on this road trip. We are on this road trip. Okay, so owner, Walter Knott. Did you know Knott's Berry Farm came from someone named Knott? I kind of assumed. You never know, though. Sometimes they're big, like, famous Amos. Who's Amos? He was a man. Was he? Yeah. Do you believe it? Yeah. Or was he fake? His son is still alive. Is Auntie Anne even a person? I don't know about Auntie Anne. Yeah, exactly. Um, She wasn't a real Anne. (laughs) She wasn't a real Anne. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. (laughs) Owner Walter Nunn had spent time in Calico where his uncle had lived and helped build a silver mill there around World War I. This personal connection to the area saved Calico from disappearing entirely and not ultimately donated the town to San Bernardino County to serve as a park. One third of the town is original, but newer buildings are carefully reconstructed, offering a peak into what life was like during the Silver Rush. Okay, so it's not part of Knott's Berry Farm. Sad. It's too exciting! (laughs) You got me at a theme park. I'm so happy. All the Peanuts characters are here. I mean, Snoopy is riding on top of the car. Yeah. In his natural place. Yep. Now that we're peeking into the ghost of the towns of boom times, cold spots are often reported in the mines, which... As you would assume... They're mines, right? And they're underground, so of course, cold and spooky. But above ground, many spirits are said to walk. So you can go to Hank's Hotel, the ghost of an angry cowboy, once punched a man in the leg for standing on his fence. I, too, would have done that. A ghost punched someone in the face for standing on a fence? Why are you standing on a fence? I don't know. Get punched. Okay. I support that cowboy. Okay. Well, he has anger issues and that does need to be dealt with, but violence doesn't solve anything, but it is pretty funny. (laughs) I don't feel like we should tell ghosts what to do. I mean. Get off his fence. I'm going to tell them what to do. They don't have to listen. Yeah, exactly. Tumbleweed Harris, who was the last marshal, has also been seen. Why was he called Tumbleweed? 
No clue. Okay. But he was he's a big man with a white beard, and okay. you can see him. Ooh, a full body apparition? Allegedly. Okay. Everything I'm saying is alleged. Yeah. This whole podcast is alleged. Okay. I'm allegedly Elizabeth Fury. <laughs> allegedly. You would lie about your identity though. <laughs> The Calico Corral. Not to be confused with the OK Corral. That's in Tombstone. Mm -hmm. The Calico Corral, a barn that used to host Saturday dances and Lil's Saloon. Lil's Saloon. One of the original buildings are both party places where crowds and celebrations can be heard, including piano music and the jingle of spurs. I would love to get married there. Like, doesn't that just seem Seems like a fun time. That, like... If the ghosts want to come and party, they can come and party. And you'd be I'm not getting married anytime soon, but, like... Okay. A lady in a long white dress. Again. Again. And you know, how many women really wore white dresses back then? Not a lot. Uh, Well, I don't know. They get filthy. So fast. So hard to keep clean. A lady in a long white dress walks the outskirts of the town. She's, like, on a perpetual stroll. That's nice. Us, mm-hmm. If you were to visit Calico, is the postmaster's dog Dorsey? Oh, a ghost dog! I know my favorite thing in the world. Who used to deliver the mail? <gasps> so cute! And has been seen around the town making his rounds. Oh my god! How did I have so many questions about this? But it's so cute. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna delve further into how this dog delivered mail because it's too cute. I love it too much. His name is Dorsey. What a great guy! I honestly think. Do they have a statue of him? Well, I mean, the town died. Well, I just think now we should make a statue of this dog. Call up Knott's Berry Farm and tell him. I will. I think everyone, do it. <laughs> Get on the horn. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Knott? Uh, is this Mr. Knott of the Berry Farm? <laughs> of Berry Farm fame? <laughs> I'd like a statue of Dorsey. <laughs> oh, you don't know who Dorsey is? He's a dog who used to deliver mail. I think we've also uh, clarified that this is not Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah. But it is not of Berry Farm fame. Yeah. But we still picked up the characters in the way. Yeah. One of the most often cited spirits is that of Lucy Bell King Lane. She has three last names? I just work here. She's a woman who spent nearly 70 years of her life in Calico. Mm-hmm. Lucy and her husband, guess his name? Joseph. John. John. Okay. <laughs> well, one of the two. Owned the general store that provided supplies. That's where they sold all the borax. Oh, indeed. And the pickaxes for the miners, mm. right? In the early days. They left in 1899, returned 17 years later, and made a home in their own old store. Oh. Then they moved into the combination courthouse post office where John died in 18, wait, 1934. And Lucy lived there until her death in 1967. Wow. That's a real wow. Not a wow. wow. <laughs> Amazing. There, Good for her. I know. Lucy. Their old home is now a museum and she is seen. Well, we can't wait to go visit that museum. Oh, I know, right? She's been seen walking between the store and her home in a long black dress. Finally, practical. Yeah. Her rocking chair rocks on its own and pictures are taken from the walls at night and piled on the floor. Okay, odd, but you know what? Do what you want. 
But who put those pictures up? Her in her house? No. Mm. You tried to museum up her walls? Huh. Yeah. There's ghost of children that play in Calico. Mm-hmm. I don't that... love um, ghost of dead children. It's yeah. Sad, Unless it's the adorable child Bobby who eats donuts from the, the theater. theater. I don't want to see ghost children. They will honestly set me on fire. Uh, but they are a four or five year old that have been known to run along the boardwalk and tug on the arms and clothes of visitors. Hmm. A preteen girl has been seen smiling and waving from a window in the hilltop schoolhouse. Hmm. And another small child has been reported to grab people's legs or ankles. A floating red light has been seen inside the school. It scares me. <laughs> mm-hmm. As well as the ghost of teachers. One teacher has been reported to have appeared to two British tourists who believed she was a staff member in costume. I do love that concept. I Yeah, I love any story where you're in a museum and you're talking to what you think is like the docent or a guide. And then you turn around and they're gone. And somebody's like, what do you mean? that We don't have anybody yeah. who dresses up like that. What do you, what do you what mean? What are you talking about? Yeah. And it's it's perfect. She told them that the last she was the last teacher in Calico, and they took pictures with her. But the woman didn't appear in the photographs when Spooky. they were developed. The last teacher in Calico, Margaret Oliver, died in 1932. Spooky. I love her. Yeah, I like that. And so that concludes our trip down Route, Route 66. 66. Now. All right, Elizabeth, spire her up. I gotta get home. Yeah, we got, got cats to feed. We got cats to feed. I have a dog to walk. I gotta sleep in my own bed. Do we have to sleep in our own beds, or can we just, you know, we'll get sleep. in the car? Well, why would we stay in the car? It's a road trip. Uh, yeah, but we're at the end of the road trip. We're going home. No, we'll stay in the ghost town. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, then I'm catching an Uber home. <laughs> <laughs> She's staying nowhere near Barstow. No. <laughs> that's a bar no that's a bar no for me uh what'd you think of the ghosts as we drive back i mean you know i didn't see any apparitions but i loved hearing about them all they were all delightful yeah i like i love the ghost dog best uh dorsey will forever bark in my heart yep and i'd like to adopt him as the ghost dog next to wishbone and oh. the taco bell dog <laughs> That will live rent-free in my heart forever. I also really like the Monteverde. Oh, Montevista. The Montevista. Loved the Montevista. Oh, we might have to deep dive that one. Yeah. That was... That's going to be like a bucket list for me. I mean, we've already been clearly... We're not recording this in a living room. Um, yeah, definitely not in a living room in the comfort of our own robes and slippers. No. But, you know, my car Debbie, named after Debbie Jelinski... From the Adams Family Values has been across the country more times than my nieces <laughs> and nephew. Uh, but however, I'm glad that you came along this road trip with me and yeah. did not end up strangling me with my bad driving. I like to drive like we have extra lives. Yeah, it was really scary. Um, I got us there real fast. I, yeah, that's true. Um, I, my blood pressure has spiked. But at least, you know, we have snacks. Oh, I kept those snacks flowing. Flowing. Yeah. Flowing. 
Well, thank you so much. And now that we have arrived home, let's just remind our listeners to follow us at T-A-L-K-A-B-T-F-A-C-T-S. Let's talk about plants on Twitter and Instagram if Twitter explodes. And that's explodes and implodes at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure to Instagram us. And you can also email us at L-T-A-P-F podcast at gmail.com tune in next week to hear us talk about something goodbye i'm not getting married anytime soon but like i would like to you can have a madison celebration i would love to have a me celebration and have everyone come like not classically western like not period appropriate but film period appropriate oh i love a theme party yeah have everyone wear spurs and bonnets Wear spurs on your Crocs, please. <laughs> Nobody wear Crocs to my my party. You will be thrown out. No, I know. But, like, you don't have to wear cowboy boots. Just put spurs on whatever shoes you've got. I'm from Texas. You should wear cowboy boots. That's true, but... Yeah. This cow- is my celebration, and... But I can't I shell get- out 500 for, like, one party. My dress is so expensive. Okay. You're right. You're right. The dress is more important. I'm going to wear whatever boots. Okay. But I'm going to put spurs on them. Yeah, but we're going to be boot scooting, so. You, you think I can't line dance? Oh, I don't line dance. But the, the dance of the perpetually single? No, thank you. Are you kidding? Line dancing is so fun. I, people like it. People like it. I'm just a two-stepper. I'm gonna do, no, I'm going to do the Cupid Shuffle. Okay, that is fun. It is crowd pleaser. You know what? Line dancing, I've come around. It's crowd pleaser. Yeah, you don't do the old ones. You do, like, Cupid Shuffle and the cha-cha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and the hustle. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? Okay. 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 Okay.